Here at Total Wine & More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This Cabernet is sure to take your burger. Hey, it's Coco. Welcome to Coco's Corner, Episode 6. My name is Coco, and we're just sharing the journey of uh, IVF and all the things that we have done and, and where we're at. So we're continuing the story. We are six weeks into doing Coco's Corner, and I'm so thankful. So thanks for following along. Thanks for encouraging us, and thank you for just being a part of our story. Before we get started tonight, I thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, just make fun of my husband. It's always fun to do that. Oh, so now we're just going to put it out there to the world. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So right. he was uh, reading me an email. And a certain word popped up, and I just started cracking up. Like, just laughing so hard. I'm like, what word did you just say? What did you just say? So he keeps repeating it. She's and telling me it's not a real word. Because the way that he's saying it is making it sound like not a real word. But a word that I've heard before, but I'm like, what word is that? What word is my husband trying to say? That's wrong because I speak, he's... I speak English. I know words and I say them. But you, you have this accent or something. It's so strange. Because when, when you talk, I don't hear an accent. But when there, there's words that you say, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, so, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't... I don't Alright, so we're going to play Say the Word. Say the word, say the word. You're not saying it right. That was actually one of your better little swing songs. <laughs> yes. You're bringing it tonight. All right. All right. Uh, say the word. Say the all word. Right, no, don't, 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 don't go too hard now. Gotta, gotta scale it back. Look, I'm gonna say how I think it's supposed to be said. No, pause, pause. Just with stop. No, just say the word without any kind of pretense. Yeah, just say the word, because right. it's wrong, but just it say the word. It is not wrong. It's so wrong. All right, for your consideration. Oh, here we go. Rebule. <laughs> okay. Rebule. No, I'll stop it. <laughs> Rebule. So That's, he, that he, is he, not what I'm saying. He, I'm he, saying rebule. <laughs> so he keeps saying this word, I'm like, that sounds very familiar, but he's, something's wrong with it. He's like, oh, it's a real word. I'm like, look it up. So then he walks off to look it up. I'm like, oh, you're trying to say reviewal. Oh, reviewal. Reviewal. <laughs> you're saying. I'm not saying. All right, here we go. Shh. Be quiet. I'm going to ask. The dictionary. Rebuel. Did you hear that? Everybody hear that? Rebuel. Rebuel. Go ahead, honey. Rebuel. <laughs> okay. He's... Alright. Are you Team J? Or Team Coco? Like the dictionary. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. And then we will have a reviewal of the answers. Okay, I know just, alright, last thing. 
And this is going to put everything into why I am even asking you all to help us on this. Say the word that I, you know, just say that one word. Say it. Suffocate. Suffocate. Yes. Suffocate. Suffocate. You're suffocating. You're suffocating. Okay, so there. Look. That just sealed it for me. I'm correct. You're wrong. All right, episode six. You ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. You know. You can email me. I now have a new email. It is Coco's Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Because apparently there's already a Coco's Corner. I'm like, really? Anyway, so that's my email Coco's Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Team Coco for reviewal because we wanted them to have a reviewal of the email or reviewal of the email. <laughs> All right, so we are back in our you home call my studio. Dad and ask him. Okay. What hey, time is it though? No, next time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about your dad. Oh, your dad would say reveal. That's why you want to call your dad. <laughs> By the way, a Lions fan moved into the neighborhood, y'all, and yes, I came we're home. <laughs> came Spreading. home, and uh, he has a giant Detroit Lions football flag in the yard, like a real nice one. So, oh, is that funny? Mm. Oh, is it? Is it funny? Dad, Dad's a Lions fan. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I was like, shoot, I need to invite him over or something so that they can actually watch a game together. Because Jason's right, it's hard to find uh, Lions fans. Alright, so I'm pregnant. And I had horrible morning sickness. We were still taking progesterone injections that I took all the way up until I was 12 weeks pregnant. uh, Every single day at the same time. It was, how long was the needle? Don't exaggerate. About an inch and a half, two inches. Okay. Of a big, big needle because it was progesterone in oil. Oh, it's thick. It was thick. I would actually uh, heat it up first. Like, um, I would put the medicine in my bra so that it would get nice and warm uh, before we did the injection. Then I would also get a lidocaine. a lidocaine patch and I would wear that for a good 30-45 minutes before I actually took the injection. So if you know somebody that's going to be taking the progesterone and oil injections in their uh, butt muscle every single day, tell them to get the lidocaine patches. It was a lifesaver. Another friend of mine told me that and she literally saved my life. Uh, one time I ran out of them. Remember we had to go <laughs> Oh yeah. Y'all, I had to get hemorrhoid cream because it still has the most amount. I had amount. to go to Walgreens and say, I need the most heavy-duty <laughs> hemorrhoid cream that you guys have in this building. They were looking at me like, yeah? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Better give me two tubes. I need, I need all of it. So that's why... I- my husband rocks during IVF as he was the one asking for the strongest dosage of hemorrhoid cream you could find in the 78414. <laughs> yes, for sure. 
Uh, guess what? It did not work. The hemorrhoid cream did no. not work at all. So that was pretty painful so until the patches came So we still have a couple tubes of uh, industrial strength hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> I, I used it. Oh. I used Neuer. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Remember, I, mm. I got. Moving on. I got. I used. This isn't up for review. I, <laughs> I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have it. All right. A segue. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I had a horrible morning sickness, uh, doing the progesterone shots. And also, you know, obviously at this time, uh, we do not know that we are having twins. I mean, um, we don't know the sexes of the twins yet. Remember, because we were waiting for the 20 week. Yes, we were waiting. We had to wait. Uh, there's a couple cool things about going through the IVF. The, the coolest thing I, I appreciated was we got to see the very beginning stages, like when the heartbeat turned on. Got, got to witness yeah. that. You know, most people don't get to see that happen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we were fortunate enough and blessed enough to actually see that. And when you see a heart turn on, um, if there's any question of whether or not God is real, that will answer it for you. Just that that very beginning of life. Yeah. To see it happen uh, is amazing. <laughs> so that was really cool. And we had to go through, you know, all this progesterone. And even throughout all of this, we're doing constant uh, checks on the embryos, on the babies, uh, how they're growing, making sure everything's right. Before we even get to figure out what they are, uh, at the very beginning, you know, they didn't think that uh, old baby B, Mr. Levi, was going to make it. That's so uh, true. That was a tough conversation to have with the doctor. Uh, and they're just doing their job. And they, uh, you know, let us know that he was a bit behind. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't where he should be in terms of the splitting. Uh, and that's how at the very beginning stages they tell the growth is how many cells there are splitting. Uh, but yet, here he is. You know, so we just had to, to take that in stride and it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, a very easy conversation. I remember they asked like, well, if there's, you know, complications or if he has some kind of... Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, there, they, you know, if there was some kind of complications with him, you know, would would we consider, you know, we have the option of, you know, taking, stopping, stopping him. You know, I don't know how to say that without uh, terminating him. You know, essentially. And I remember we didn't even talk about it or anything, and I was just like, absolutely not. Uh, whatever is going on, whatever is happening, God has got us to this point, and whatever. So strange. I guess honestly, I just totally blocked that out. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember that at all. Well, you were also hormoned I'm, out. Yeah, like and I. Then you just were told. I mean, this is the same conversation where you were just told that one of your babies might not make it. Yeah, I think and I just... I think you probably just toned I, it out, and so... Obviously, because I seriously yeah. don't remember that. Wow. And I just was like, absolutely not. Whatever complications arise, wow. and whatever it may be, whether it's Down syndrome or 
anything like that, we're going to handle that because that is what God has tasked us to do. And we just kind of left there. And maybe that's why I don't remember it because I was like, not moving. We're just moving on that we're having these baby spirits. But it's just, you know, it's one of those things. They watch it so closely. So I was also at the MFM, mm -hmm. the maternal fetal medicine doctor. So not only did I have that appointment... But then I had my regular OB appointment. So, yes, we were constantly at the doctor. So, I was at Bay Area a lot um, getting appointments. And it wasn't uh, until our 20-week appointment that the MFM put in an envelope. So, we waited the 20 weeks because there was two in there. And they did the genetic testing but they were only able to tell the sex of one baby not the sex of both babies so just to be for sure for sure for sure we had to wait till we could see them both on the sonogram and so and just in our case for some reason it was 20 weeks which is fine it is what it is i'm glad we waited and they put it in an envelope mm. and my husband was like, do we get to know the sex? I was like, no, oh, we're having a gender reveal party. And he was like, I know. So what's the sex of the babies? And I said, you'll find out at the gender reveal party. So I didn't realize that that's how a gender reveal party worked out. And so uh, they, <laughs> they, they were talking to me about it beforehand. Uh, our good friend Jim was like, hey, I'm going to do this. I want to do it for you guys. And I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, way, way to take control of that. Great. And Clueless. Then, and I've yeah. been in contact with Jim talking about the reveal party. So I knew what was going on. And apparently I, I, I just knew what one was. But anyway, so. So I, I had no idea. So then they give us the envelope. And I'm like, all right, so well, what is it in you know, Coco's telling me, no, we gotta, we can't find out. And I was like, oh no, we're not doing this. I can't wait. I can't wait that long. Like, we got this envelope here. Because then we had to wait two more weeks. Yes, then we had to wait two more weeks for the party. I said, oh no, I can't do this. And then you asked me, they were like, well, you're going to Portland tomorrow. I'll just take it over to him tomorrow. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, because Jason didn't want to be in the truck by himself. So I, I know we, myself too well. We immediately went to Portland right after the doctor's appointment and handed it over to Jim. And Jim was a keeper of the sex of the twins for several weeks. And he, along um, with Dawn of South Texas Skydive and my really dear friend Yvonne, planned the most incredible gender reveal in the history of the freaking world it was epic it was incredible uh it was oh gosh magical they planned i didn't know what was going on all i knew was where to show up and that was literally the day before the party Mm -hmm. and what time to show up so i got an address uh texted me and said be here at 8 a.m and I immediately Googled the address and was like, holy smokes. Is there going to be a skydiver involved? Yes. There were uh, two sets of skydive teams um, that sent off. I have a, a video of that as well. Very that was cool. incredible. 
I had my closest friends and family with me to find out if we were having boys or girls, and I really wanted two boys. I just, that's, I don't know, I just thought, oh my gosh, and it's so funny, you guys, that we feel like I can't be a girl mom or I can't be a boy mom, right? Yeah. It's funny how we think like that, but I did tell Jason if there was two girls, I would let him get a uh, He-Man shed in the back, or what, what is a, well, a man cave, get, an apartment. get my own apartment. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be way too much estrogen in this house, uh, honey. So, anyways, the uh, skydivers got all the way up to the jumping point, and as they were jumping, were looking up, looking around, looking around, the shoot pulls and I'm thinking oh my god it's a boy and they're like no it's a girl I'm like but I see blue the parachute was blue but the actual smoke that the skydivers were coming down with was pink and blue and it was a really cool experience wasn't it oh yeah it was really awesome I mean it was just incredible I fell into Jason's arms uh, when I saw the pink first, I thought, oh my gosh, we're having a girl. When or she what? says, like, fell into, uh, it's on the video, uh, I, I had to hold her up. And I'm like, yeah, don't I, fall on our babies. I mean, she just went went limp. You know? I did. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but it was just really, really cool. I mean, everybody was cheering, and it was just awesome to have so much love. Uh, just even finding out what our babies are. Yeah. And so that was really, really cool. That was one of and the And that was points. able to find out, like, at that moment, Baby A, like, mm-hmm. we had just been calling them uh, Baby A and Baby B for so long, and we didn't know what Baby A was, what Baby B was. We had the names picked out, so we revealed the names at the gender reveal. Uh, Baby A is Grace Marie, and Baby B is Levi Gray. So that was just really incredible we had an awesome time uh just hanging out with everybody and just celebrating grace and levi now it's like extra real because our uh, the the embryos that turned into fetuses that turned into baby a baby b now have grace and levi and that's when everything we just started calling them grace and levi Mm -hmm. so we're carrying on things are great at 30 weeks I end up getting an appointment for, I want to say it was around 30 weeks. It was around October, November. I have an appointment to go to uh, Driscoll Children's Hospital to have a heart sonogram just for a precautionary checkup. You know, I had no idea where we were going or why we were going, but then I started Googling because, gosh, you start doing that, especially... Um, after you have lost a pregnancy, you just Google everything forever because you are just terrified. And during this appointment with the heart sonogram, uh, that took three hours, by the way. Remember, that took oh, so, well, so long. Yeah, because twins, I mean, it's Yeah, so they had to do one baby, check the heart, and then the other baby, check the heart. And they're doing thorough checks. And then with the babies, the way that they were positioned, mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of stacked. And yeah. so it made it really, really hard uh, to differentiate all the parts of the hearts and everything like that. So, yeah, it took a little extra time. So we get done with the sonogram. 
think that's what it's called. Or ultrasound. I'm sorry. Ultrasound. It's ultrasound. It's a heart ultrasound. And there's like a super technical word for it, but really that's what it is. The doctor comes back. He was gone for a long time. Or she, you know, she was, she was gone for a long time. Comes back. And I can just tell something is not right at all. And I'm just like, just tell me what it is. Because they're saying it, but they're not saying it. I'm like, please just tell me what it is. And they're like, baby A has a hole in her heart. And that's all I heard. I didn't hear anything else. It went Charlie Brown, teacher mumble, echo. Nothing's being said. I'm crying. I'm tunnel vision. That was it for me. Yeah. So I had to step up, and they're explaining everything to me. They actually did a really good job of explaining what it was. Uh, they had drew a picture showing, you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course they tell you, you know, we're going to check it again. These kinds of things happen. But you never want to hear that, especially with everything that we've gone through. It's like, yeah, this is just another, I mean, another blow. It seemed like we were, every time we turned around, like, oh, yes, awesome, we know they're boy and girl. All right, here's your come back down to earth moment. Yeah. And oh, for so, sure. you know, we get done there, they reschedule it, and we go out to the car. Uh, I load up Coco, and. She's just still devastated and just like crying. And this is another I one cried of those... from Driscoll Children's Hospital all the way over here, um, like Rodfield in Yorktown. Yeah. And so this is another one of those instances going through this process and where as the man, quote mm-hmm. unquote, you gotta you gotta be strong and all of that. Meanwhile, like I I wanna cry, but I gotta, you know, say the things. Hey, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. I remember saying like, "Oh, this is this is just perfect for our story because if it were easy, it wouldn't be our story." Sure. This is just another chapter in our book, you know, a, a, another way for us to to praise God because it's yeah. it's gonna work through. And of course, you know, we get home, um, and we pray, and we're praying. We got our circle of friends that are praying with us. But the crazy thing is, though, is like, well, that afternoon that we're sitting in the doctor's office before we go in for the sonogram and all that, like, remember I was cramping. Mm-hmm. I was cramping big time. I was not feeling very good. Remember they kept laying me down on the table. Yeah. I called my doctor. I just wasn't feeling good at all. Then we find out about the whole in the heart situation. And so to me, it was just like, oh no, something's happening. Yeah, and she's immediately going back to... I'm losing the baby. She's losing I'm the going baby. straight into, this is it. You know, we're going to lose Grace and Levi. All these things. She already has a hole in her heart. Like, it was just crazy. For real crazy. Immediately sent out texts to our life groups and just, hey, people just start praying to do all that. So we had to wait um, four weeks. 
went back to get another sonogram, and that took about the same time getting that done. And Jason should be an ultrasound reader or something because as soon as the door shut, Jason's like, holes closed. Holes closed. I don't see anything. Well, by this time, we've done Dave <laughs> 27,000 ultrasounds. That's so I, I'm pretty much, I am qualified. <laughs> I have the hours. Nope, it's anybody that's been, is really going to be in high-tech, heart, <laughs> ultrasound, doctor. But I, I, that was funny. I did say, I was like, yeah, that yeah. Part, the hole's closed. We're good. Don't worry about I'm it. Like, you were still really? stressing. I was you're, so stressed. You're like, yeah. no, how can you say that? Just yeah. don't play with me. Don't mm-hmm. play with me. I was like, babe, I'm telling you. Yeah. No, the hole's closed. We are good. Everything is perfect. Yep. Don't worry about it. Doctor comes in. Hey, I got some great news. Yeah. The doors, uh, the hole's closed. The... Uh, Everything's perfect. It's a okay, and I just looked, and I was like, "Why do you doubt me?" Yeah, uh, but why do we doubt God? Ooh, good question. You know, like yeah. he's bigger than us. But at the same time, I get it. I get it that you have gone through something that's been so horrific, and so horrible. I get it because my children are here and some people that are listening, your baby isn't, or, you know, somebody for whatever reason, it may not have been a miscarriage, but it could have been a sickness, could have been an accident. I totally, totally get it. And listen, there's sometimes where I feel super guilty, you know, I do. I, I totally totally get that and that's why I just now when we say that or when you hear like it's God's gift they're just so precious to me I just want them to have to know that yep yeah to know everything that's been in and this is you know Another cool thing, like we got the videos and we got all that kind yeah. of stuff, and now here's a podcast. We can always look back. Hey, you guys listen to this. Here's your story. Yeah. You know. All right. So holes closed up. Thank the sweet Lord. Um. And now we are, uh, <clears throat> we are at home. <clears throat> we are at home, and we are on uh, bed rest now. Hold on, let me go get Grace. <laughs> Alright, did I mention we were back in the home studio, the bedroom? <laughs> so we've got um, oils going. Now both babies are awake. We've also been working on uh, sleeping in cribs. Uh, it's been interesting. Alright, so Grace is being taken care of. So I'm on bed rest now. <clears throat> Just precautionary bed rest. <clears throat> I just, um, I was really starting not to feel very good. And for a twin pregnancy, making it to 36, seven, 37 weeks is basically full term. And I was already cramping and feeling 
a certain kind of way, and I just thought, gosh, we're so close. Like, let me just get through this twin pregnancy the whole way and, and make it. Um, my mom comes uh, Thanksgiving. She comes, and I said, well, i got a couple more weeks. And she's like, no, no, I'm coming now. So we have Thanksgiving. My mom basically moves in. Yes. <laughs> uh, Grandma Central's in full swing, and I'm loving it because she really is uh, taking great care of me. So I was I'm able to. I'm loving it, too, because Grandma likes snacks. Right. So they're the snackaholics. I can't stand that. But that's fine. So not only was I gaining weight, that was gaining the oh yeah pregnancy weight too. He also y'all got uh, morning sickness, which I did not think was a thing. I tried to tell her I was like, man, I'm not really feeling good, and, and you know, waking up. She's like, whatever, you're yeah, you can't even say that. You know how sick I am, and I was like, yeah, Babe, like I'm, I'm telling you, I don't feel good. And then it was like, I don't know, after a week, you were like. Um, so, yeah. No. I Googled it the next day. And okay. I was like, you're right. Apparently, husbands get morning sickness. Duh. Mm. on babies. It's harder on the husband. Is it? Ri- don't. I'm going to punch you in the throat. I'm just letting you know. How is it harder on the husband? Because men are, it's scientifically proven. That y'all are babies. That when we get sick, it's a hard oh, that's true. times worse. Well, that is very true. Listen, I can't even deal with it. And now I got three of y'all. No. Like, y'all, he's like, eh, y'all feel good? Yeah. Yesterday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I don't have time for it. I'm trying to smell some oils at this party. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> what was I saying, Grace? What was I saying? So my mama comes. She's taking care of me. Uh, she's taking me to all the appointments. So she's getting really excited. But there are some days where I just don't feel really good. And I can tell that I've done entirely too much. And so uh, she puts me down. I rest as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. My mom and I are doing some finishing up nesting, getting the last final things done uh, for the twins, wrapping that stuff up. And now we're really just sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting. And uh, my mom or a friend from church, Sonia, had got me a uh, belly casting kit. And I thought, oh my gosh, this would be so cool to do. I'll do it when mom gets here. And we finally decide, okay, we're going to do the belly cast kit. And I do a YouTube video and I look it up. I go, oh no, my mom and I will kill each other trying to do this. We'll get Jason to do it. I'm Jason. Help do the belly casting kit because I just feel like I just need one more person. Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, Jason knows how to deal with my crazy. I learned more and every my, day. And my mom and I are very similar. Are very similar. And so I just knew, like, watch. I was like, oh, no. I do not have the patience to do this with my mom, unfortunately. <laughs> so we both agree, and they're, we say. They're both bossy. They, you guys would stand there and look at each other, telling each other what to do, and wondering why the other person isn't getting it done. That's not true. 
Very true. Go ahead. So we tell Jason, well, we'll do it on Saturday. Perfect. He's going to be off work. We'll do it on Saturday. Awesome. Great. This is a Thursday night. Oh, I had a friend that was over that night as well, and I was just cramping, but I thought, not a big deal. Uh, you thought it was that what? That Braxton Hicks. There you go. I was like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. We're fine. No issues. Go to bed. Good night, everybody. We all go to bed. Go night, night. Oh, shoot. Why did I have, why did I use all the hemorrhoid cream? Now I can tell you. (laughs) During all of this, I ended up getting this horrible, itchy rash on the top of my feet. You dirty things. I knew where you thought I was going. It was not there. It was on my feet of all places. And I could not stop the itch, and so lidocaine was one of the only things that worked. So I used this $32 tube of anal... I mean... (laughs) That's what it was! It was anal hemorrhoid cream! You can't say that on a... Well, I guess you can. But, that being said, deluxe industrial strength hemorrhoid cream... $32 $32 yeah. a, a tube. A small tube. Small tube. Anyways, I used it on my feet. Yes. Okay, so my feet were itching so bad. I, I was doing all these things. So I had bought this crazy soap off of Amazon that smelled weird. I was covering my feet mm. in poison oak, poison ivy, calamine lotion. I was doing Benadryl. And the only thing that would work was the itch, <laughs> the hemorrhoid itch cream. So that night... So I, I go back to Walgreens <laughs> to re-up, and they're like, you again? Yeah, they have a picture of him at the Walgreens. <laughs> like, stop selling this dude hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> I think it's the hemorrhoid, I mean the CVS, Walgreens. Walgreens. Alright, so that night, my feet are itching bad. Horribly. So I keep getting up and down, up and down like I'm... Washing my feet with scalding hot water. I'm scratching them till they bleed. I'm putting all kinds of stuff on them. So three different times I wake up in the middle of the night to do this. And by the third time, I lay down and back in bed. And all of a sudden, I'm squishing all over the place. (laughs) And I think, oh! Oh my gosh, did my water just break? I'm like, no way. There's no way. So I get up and I'm pacing back and forth and I'm leaking. Like there's stuff that's still just coming out. So I am just pacing back and forth, back and forth to the bathroom. Now I'm looking at myself in the mirror going, is this happening? This is not happening. They said it could happen, Is it? Ha- but could it be happening? Is my water breaking? Is this what it feels like for your water to break? It's totally not like the movies at all whatsoever. Hmm. Just doesn't feel like that. And so I finally kind of creep over to the Jason's bed. No, I actually, I laid up 
towel down on the bed and I laid back down thinking it's going to go away. And now more of it's just coming. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, okay. I'm like, babe. Babe. He immediately says. We got to go? He says, we got to go. I was like, no, 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 no. We don't need to go to the hospital. He's like, well, what's going on? And I said, I I think my water broke. She says, or. I, I think maybe my water broke, but then it, I, I could have just peed. <laughs> and I look at her and I say, babe, you're a grown woman. When was the last time you peed the bed? <laughs> well, I haven't. Okay, so your water broke. <laughs> we need to go to the doctor. So, I'm still in denial, and I call, <laughs> I text my friend who's a nurse, she's a baby nurse, she doesn't answer, I'm like, oh, I'm calling her. So I call her, I'm like, Rebecca, she's like, go to the hospital, I mean, before I even yeah. say anything, she's like, oh my gosh, go to the hospital, I'm like, what are you talking about, she's like, you're in labor, right, I was like, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? If you know Rebecca, you can hear her say that. What do you mean you don't know? (laughs) And I said, you know, so I tell their whole story. She's like, oh my gosh, girl. Yes. I'm like, well, I need to take a shower because I was going to get my hair braided and my eyelashes done for my delivery, which was in one week Mm -hmm. from the, the day that of my actual water breaking. What time was all this happening? So all of this was taking place at 1.30 in the morning. Quiz time. Yeah. Do you remember what happened last time at 1.30 in the morning? 1.30 in the morning is, is significant because I miscarried at 1.30 and now I'm in labor at 1.30. How in the world is that? Oh, that's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. So I guess one thirty is gonna be my lucky number. So I asked Rebecca if I can take a shower, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Coco!" She's like, "Hurry up and get to the dang hospital." So I take a shower. I'm getting ready. I slip on my moo. I Jason's like, "You gonna wake your mom up?" I'm like, "No, let me do it because if you go in there, she'll freak out." So I go into my mom's room and I say, Mom, trying to be extra calm. And she comes popping up out of that bed like a dang firecracker. I guess firecracker. Or just like one of those jack in the box heads just comes straight up. (laughs) And she goes, What's wrong? I said, Mom, I'm in labor. (laughs) She actually handled it really well. Yeah. Actually, I gotta give I gotta give you kudos. If anybody you know that really knows Coco, uh, she's a bit of a spaz. <laughs> and I was like, oh great! I ain't this, mind you, the hospital is like literally five minutes up the road, if that. Yeah. And I'm like, this is gonna be the longest drive ever because if anybody else knows Coco, that she is the horrible backseat driver. <laughs> and we established that on our trip back from San Antonio. And I'm like. This five minutes is going to take me forever because I'm not going to be able to do anything right. I just know it. I am not looking forward to this at all. And then we get in the car, and it's just 
smooth sailing. She's like, you know what? This is really nice. I'm, I'm so happy everything's going. And I'm like, who are you and what have you done with my Jason's life? Jason's like, are you sure you're in labor? Yeah, I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. You know, are you I like, really was calm. Yes. And collected. It was crazy. I, I was not anticipating that at all. Uh, and we get there and go through admitting. They do all the good things. Uh, I get, I get admitted. The lady's like, "All right, pregnancy." I said yes, and I said I'm pregnant with twins. She's like, "For real?" Because I don't really look that big. Yeah. Because of now that the way they were in there, they, yeah, they were on top of each other and turned sideways and walkie. So we're going upstairs, and I get admitted, and they do the actual test where they check the fluid and. At this point, I'm still thinking there's no way I'm in labor. Like, I'm thinking we're going to go home. And they check my fluid and they said, nope, you don't, you're, you're ready. Do you not feel the contractions? I felt nothing. I didn't feel anything at all whatsoever. And I had an incredible, incredible nurse, uh, Joanna. She was so wonderful. And I will... Uh, share. I'll pick up the story there. Yep. Because it was amazing how God sent somebody to comfort me at that exact moment that I needed it. And I'll tell you why next week. Don't forget to be voting. If you're on our Facebook page, you can just say Team Coco, Team Jason. You can email us Coco's Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Is it. Reviewal or... Reviewal. There's not a discussion. It's reviewal. Babe, that, that's... No. Reviewal. 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 Have a great week. Today at church simple message was this is the day the Lord has made rejoice and be glad in it so every day be thankful be happy be grateful in all things at least try to find the good in all things yes we can spend time on on all the bad and all the negative but where in the world would that take us what would be the good in that see you next week why'd you come over here what do you mean no oh, we're just getting close to the microphone oh Okay. Don't need to get close to you. <laughs> Bye. I know where I'm not wanted. You did your job, now leave. Bye. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines.